Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. All right, ready? Let's go. Duh. Episode, really? You had to fucking say something right as I'm starting? Really? It was clear. I would have edited it out. You're fine. Uh, you're right Duh. my backswing, motherfucker. And But that happened. Oh, I played golf on Saturday, motherfucker. I'll, Start the I'll show. tell the story when we get started. <laughs> Start the show. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 144, Friends of Bibles podcast coming at y'all live and hot. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkins, joining me each week. Duh, it's Steven Wojtowicz. It's Bill Fougere. Happy episode 12 squared, everybody. Right Nerd. on time, Nick Larita. Nerd. Fucking math jokes. Really? Nerd. Math, math jokes. Great. It, sounded, Great. it wasn't really a joke. It was an equation. Bill, that joke is gross. You're so cute. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. We are right. 10 days away from the trade deadline in the NHL. One of the more popular days in the NHL. And uh, I can't fucking wait till it's over. Holy yeah. shit. I, I love this time of the year, but I also I fucking hate, now that we do a podcast, I fucking hate this time of the year because right now we're yeah, and we're just in that waiting period right now. We need one domino to drop, and then they're all going to start to drop. And that's it's just how, like, that's, but that's how dominoes. Yeah, I know typically. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. That's why I said if they're set up but, correctly. But last year we had more trades leading up to the deadline. No, we, there was definitely more deals on deadline day but there was a lot of deals leading up to the deadline last year as opposed to this year where it's been pretty stale and we just need something something to happen so we're going to take the top 10 of the uh, trade deadline targets and we're going to tell you where we think they're going to go so we are going to and in no particular order mind you um there, there is. These are more my top ten than uh, than anybody else's. There, there's a couple of guys who were not on the actual top ten, but I put them there anyway. And we're gonna throw a little couple of surprises for you at the end. I got, a, I got, I got a little. I got a couple little surprises for you that have popped up recently. So let's start off and let's talk about the Calgary Flames. Um, and in fact, the Calgary Flames got the top three on my list. Everyone's let's start with up on the trade block in Calgary, almost literally. And they're like five points out of a playoff spot, but uh, that might be too much to overcome in the Western Conference. But let's start with Noah Hannafin. Hannafin. Noah Hannafin. And and listen, I the reason why these three are on. The top three, in my opinion, is because 32 thoughts won't stop fucking talking about Canada. They won't stop talking about Canada and all the Canadian teams and what they need to do. Sometimes it drives me nuts. I wish there was an American-based hockey program that was uh, very, very legit. Hey, Dick. Uh, no, hey no, Dick? no, no, no. We're, we're not very legit. 
What? Hold on, calm down. You're listening to it, bud. <laughs> right, Why did I do right. show prep? <laughs> not legit. Uh, <laughs> Noah Hannafin's destination <laughs> will be. Steve's putting on his New Jersey Devils cap. The New Jersey Devils. Are you kidding me? Why in the hell would the Devils take on anybody right now? Yeah, that, that's, all right. He's what they need. Well, is Dougie Dougie Hamilton Hamilton ever coming back? A deal, huh? Is Dougie Hamilton ever coming back? Second round of the playoffs at the earliest, I believe, is what they say. I think that's what you. I think that's what you go for. Yeah, he's exactly what they need. He this deal should have been done weeks and weeks ago. Okay, so what? So are they right. is the plan to have him resign him? I mean. He's going to get a ton of money, right? I mean, I, I don't care about next season. I care about this yeah. season. Okay. All right. All right. Just asking. Got to get. So I, I did see a report and is that, and I don't know if we, how much we covered this. Um, my memory is, is shit these days, but there was a report that the last year, the devils made more on the gate for the playoffs it was something outrageous that they made for the playoff gates last year. So I have to think that they want to get that money again for people buying tickets to devil's playoff games. And really uh, what was it? It was the first round and then two games because they got swept yeah. in the second round. So. Yeah. But apparently they, they made a shit ton of money. So if I'm the devils and I'm five, six points out, might as well, might as well go for it and try yeah. to get that gate. So, I, I I wouldn't believe you, and and I would make more fun of you, but I kind of I, I'm on board with what you're thinking. All right, Nick, oh, where you, where do you think he's going? Where I think he's going? Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I was gonna say Boston because yes. they seem like a team that <laughs> I seems like a team that you know I know Billy's favorite team um, that uh, could maybe benefit from him and could try and make it a a push. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. It's he's got to go to a contender. I mean, I don't see him going to like the Rangers or something. Um, no. I I don't I don't really understand the Devils if if he does go there. Um, mostly because of reasons I'll talk about later in the money mm-hmm. talk section. But uh, foreshadowing, uh, foreshadowing, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Stay tuned for that one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like he could go to a team that's going to obviously overpay for him. Um, but uh, will he resign? It depends on the on the, on the team, right? Obviously, they're going to want to. Well, I mean, he's going to sign for a lot of money. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be, it's gonna be a, what, eight-year deal probably somewhere. So that's going to be – you got to be prepared to have a 35-year-old on your – on your you know, left wing or uh, left left wing – Left-handed defenseman, six-three, does everything. He's prime, great player. Uh, I, you know, that's all really good. But uh, you know, it's gonna be uh, it's just gonna be one of those guys that's gonna be. All right. Does he, Nick does he was that? very specific when he says he's going to a contender. Way I to did. be specific, Nick. Well done. He's going. He's going to a contender, but awesome not the Rangers. Job. So I guess I the Rangers awesome, contender. And Nick's awesome awesome job. Is that is that what you're going with? I said right. Bruins. We're going to Boston. Billy, where's he going? 
I'm going with the Devils also. Uh, with, Dougie, with Dougie Hamilton out as long as he has been. I mean, you look at the Devils, the big difference between – what's the difference between them last season and this season? You know, I know Hughes has been out for some time too, but, like, defensively they're shaky, and I think they missed Hamilton more than maybe I – maybe certainly than I anticipated. And I think if they want to close that gap, they gotta they got to go get a rock steady defenseman. I like the Devils for that deal. Um, I, I'm under the same kind of thinking, but different team uh, of a team that that has lost a defenseman uh, in Sergachev, and I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to go out and and maybe overpay for for Noah Hannafin, and he'll f- kind of fill that void for Sergachev going into the playoffs for them. So I like the Tampa Bay Lightning for Noah Hannafin. Um, moving on to another player, and this is uh, I believe this is the only goaltender on our list. And Jacob Markstrom, there was tons of reports out there that he doesn't want to play in New Jersey. And can you blame him, everybody? That's not uh, true. But... He's willing to waive his no trade deal. And I have he a doesn't want to go there. Get the we're going to see here. him in black and red and white. I think he's going to be a New Jersey Devil as well. Is, is are the Devils going to trade for everybody on this top ten list? Is that is that the idea so far? Go through the list, and we're going to find out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nick, where's he going? Which goes us? And, uh, Mark Jacob no, Mark Jacob Markstrom. But thank, but thanks for paying attention. I was I was, <laughs> I, was the, I was distracted, guys. You were on fire. You were on fire to start this program. <laughs> uh, I actually have him going to Devils. That's where I figured he was going to go. I don't see where else he can wow. fucking go. It's Mark, like they need a goalie. They're going to overpay for him. Um, two for and two. And they're going to panic. They're going to panic super hard. Send everything they can first round picks and God knows what. Uh, I I think that's where I think he's going to end up. I, uh, we'll see. Bill, is well, it going to be a hat trick, a trifecta? Where do they need a goalie? They need him in, the, obviously, in the Edmonton and Philadelphia. Those two teams are too stupid to ever do anything about it. It's going to be the Devils. Wow. Even Bill is saying the Devils. Uh, this will not be the golden sombrero. I have Jacob Markstrom going to the Carolina Hurricanes. Is it at least a golden shower? Uh, well, the th- uh, let's we'll, we'll yes, we could do that. We anytime we get three teams for one player, we will now dub it the golden shower. I like Sweet. that, Jacob Markstrom. You get the golden shower, my friend. All right. Uh, and and look, I just think goaltending was was their big problem in last year's playoffs and the year before that. And and I don't think that Freddie Anderson is the answer. Nor do I think that the uh, their backup boy or the uh, the uh, the younger guy that they have, who the names slipped my mind. Uh, but um, I think Carolina needs to really address that and and get a, a real rock solid goaltender. If they do, they're going to be even more scary in the playoffs. Uh, number three on the list is Chris. Tanev, another defenseman in Calgary. Steve, is he going to the Devils? No. <laughs> you can't oh, you, you can't add two <laughs> players at the same position. I think that that's just silly. Um going to go this is this has got a Toronto all written all over it. Ooh. I just feel like they like getting those experienced players with playoff pedigree uh in hopes that one of them will eventually push them over, over the the line. I thought he was a defenseman. This guy's a defenseman. Yeah, 
Yeah, Toronto doesn't. It's not. No, well, no, we no, don't, no. You it's know, not no. Brandon Tanev. I, I understand they 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 don't understand that you need defense and goaltending, but this just screams like a a player they would get. Well, they got Giordano what two years ago, so they 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 get defensemen at the deadline. It's not like they never do. But Nick, they get but they get defensemen who might be just beyond their productive years. Yeah, that's why they're going to get Sean Walker. I'm going to go with uh, Golden Knights. I think Vegas will make a, a little bit of a splash and try to get some uh, short up. I mean, they listen. They're ring champs, you know. So I mean, they 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 can they're still there. They're not uh, not top dogs in the in the Pacific or you know, or that matter the whole you know even the whole West. But I mean, hey, they get in the playoffs. They're dangerous. They they know how to win and maybe just get a, a push. You know. Defensively, sometimes is, is more important. Defensive championships, why not? Yeah, and they and they're at the point now in their season where Vegas is going to throw everybody on LTIR until the end of the season, so they could technically go out and get Tanev right now. Bill, where's he going? Uh, I like him to go to the uh, dreaded Philadelphia Flyers. Fuck Ooh, the Flyers! Oh, fuck oh, the Flyers! Um, I know the Flyers said that they're not necessarily buying right now, but uh, the Penguins did uh, take Drysdale and uh, knock him the fuck out of the season uh, in their last game. So uh, they they might need a uh, defenseman. Uh, I I like Chris Tanev going to the Dallas Stars. Mm. Um, Let's go on. He just it seems like he fits and he would bolster that that back end quite well. I so I like the Dallas Stars. Uh, number four on the list is Jake Gensel. Gensel? Gensel? My favorite. <laughs> uh, so he is, uh, I believe, the only one out of any one of our teams to actually make this list. Uh, so, Bill, I'm going to start with you. Where is Jake Gensel going? Oh, we're going. Out of and you, oh, okay. by the way, he staying is always an option. You don't have to say this person is going to be traded. You can say he's staying and not getting traded, too. I could say that, but I and and it and it this is a distinct possibility. But I am very much hoping that's not the case. Not that I don't love Gensel, but he does not want to be. You know, he's kind of intimated he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Uh, and I don't think there's any other thing coming to Pittsburgh. So uh, you know, if they don't trade him, then they lose him to free agency. So I'm thinking this is the kind of player he was leading the Penguins in scoring uh, when he got hurt. Uh, this is this is a big this is a big piece. This is a piece that gets you over the hump or, or gives you the competitive edge. I think this goes to like, not just a playoff bubble team. I think it goes with Stanley cup contender. Um, I think the best fit would be the Vancouver Canucks who are uh, a young team who could use that leadership. Uh, they're, they're near the, the, the top of the, the state league of the, you know, top of the standings. They're right there with uh, the Rangers and, and uh, Bruins and everything. Uh, yeah. They, I think he's a good fit to give him that leadership, a lot of scoring punch on the wing, which they could also use. Could they afford him? Uh, I, I know they made the big splash earlier. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I guess you're right. I, I think we got to take salary cap window. out of the yeah. equation for this I, whole. Yeah, I, I I would agree. I would agree. Nick Gensel. Input. I don't think he's going anywhere. I know it's Ooh. kind of boring, but I don't know. I, the, the injury thing seems like they they won't trade him. Yeah, well, and, he, he was skating on his own today. I saw that report. Yeah, so he's going to start. I, you, 
by the time this this Western trip is over, he'll be back in skating. So that brings him into early to mid next week, right before the deadline. Yeah, uh, it, it could definitely get something big for him. But I mean, I don't know. This is a weird spot they're in. I feel like I just don't know. I don't know what to do with if the Penguins are. I don't know what they're going to do. It's it's just yeah. very strange. I'm just I'm just not really I'm just deciding on how they're going to go. I, I I'm with Nick. I I agree with you, Steve. Where's he going? Uh, I think he's going out west. I like him going to Vegas. Ooh, Vegas for Steve. Um, I uh, I do agree with Nick that um, I don't know which direction Pittsburgh is going, but if they are going to trade him, which I think they're going to do, I also have him going to the Vegas Golden Knights. This is the perfect guy for them. Yeah. And, and with salary cap considerations and everybody on LTIR, until the end of the season, he slides right in and really solidifies that lineup until the playoffs, and then they become overbearing. And they would be um, smart enough to, you know, get him out of, get him out of the East, get him over to the West. Yep, hundred percent. You don't want to trade him to the Rangers. You sure as shit don't want to send him to Boston. So getting him out West is is certainly the right move. Uh, Adam Henrique from the Anaheim Ducks. Steve, where's he going? I'll say the Devils. No. I, um, this one I don't really have a feel for. I would love to have him back. You know, he would slide right into, right perfectly right into that third or fourth line setter, that Travis Ajak role at this stage of his career. Um, uh, I'm saying he doesn't really go anywhere just because, no, he's got to go somewhere. They're not going to He's got to go. He's They're going somewhere. Go. Maybe he'll go to Vancouver. Again, not he doesn't have much playoff pedigree. He doesn't have much history in the playoffs. Um, given Parker's his time last in, goal was against the Rangers in 2012. Given his time in New Jersey and Anaheim, um, but I, I think they'll. I, I, I'm going to say Vancouver. All right, Nick, Adam Henrique. I got the Avalanche taking him. Ooh, ooh, just add some solid uh, additional. You know, stability and leadership to that team. They don't really need give much little, else. Give a little reunion with the uh, Henry Zach Parisi line, huh? Woof. Potentially, potentially. You know, it might might be it, but we'll see. Bill, all right. Uh, I got Adam Henry going to my Boston Bruins. <laughs> uh, when you think about that, Pavel Zaka's their their number one center. Uh, yeah, they could use help in the middle. As good as they are, they could use help in the middle. That's who their number one center is right now? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like Nick, have Adam Henry going to the Colorado Avalanche. Um, Sean Walker from the Philadelphia Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Steve, where's he going? I think he's staying put. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to mess with things right now. I think they're going to just see if they can make the playoffs with who they got and uh, and go from there. I don't think he, he would command that much on the open market, so they'll sit tight. Nick? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree here. They're in a weird spot, but the whole East is shitty right now. At that, that point, there's not many teams that can really make the jump and take them out. I feel like they got to make the push for the uh, – the playoffs at this point, just where they are. I don't see them moving him. Bill, 
I'm not going to pretend that I even know who this guy is. Um, it's the guy who won I, the dunk. I don't because the rain... dunk contest. <laughs> no, that's Skywalker. Web. Isn't that who this is? No, different guy. I I I learned about him because the Rangers played the Flyers on Saturday, so I I learned who Sean Walker was on on Saturday. Yeah, you just put Walker in, on our list, and I had I had no idea. I thought I was thinking Wesley Walker. I'm thinking like Jets, you know. So did did you say he was going anywhere? He doesn't know who uh, he fucking the, is. The Winnipeg Jets, because Wesley Walker played for the Jets, so I think the Winnipeg Jets. That's where he's going. That that's <laughs> funny you mentioned that. I I also have Sean Walker if he's going anywhere to the Winnipeg Jets. This fucking guy. I I, I think I I think he fits right in. He doesn't even know who the guy like, is, and he and he nails who he's going to, you know, right along with somebody else. And uh, incredible. Uh, uh, next on the list is Vladimir Tarasenko, Ottawa Senators, one-year contract, five million dollars, moving pretty easily. Steve, where is he going? This is the fucking guy the devil should have fucking gotten all along. This is the fucking play they should have gotten him instead of Toffoli, and they they really? didn't sign him last season. He should have signed him during the offseason. So I think he is going. Like everybody <laughs> else on fucking God's Green Earth. Everybody's no, going, he's going to he's going out Devils. west. Vegas They're or Vegas. In. Vegas or Vancouver. Maybe LA. Ooh, LA. I'm gonna, Wait, I'll what, say you LA. Gave me three, you gave me three fucking teams. I'm gonna say LA. Just to LA. change it up. LA. Kings, Kings are gotta, you know. Mm. They gotta be in the mix too. Interesting. He fits on the Kings like like Gabrick fit on the Kings. He, he seems like that perfect guy that just is goal scorer. Just put him yeah. in there, and he'll, they, yeah. he'll just perform. Just just perform. Like Nick, they got they need a goalist, man. Kings they need a goal goal scoring. He can score goals. It makes a lot of sense. I think he's that's a good fit. If he goes west, he stays east. I think he's gonna end up with the Rangers mm. again. Yeah, again. He could. It's it's an option. But he makes a lot more sense out west than with LA. I agree. Well. Do you know wait, do you know who he is? <laughs> do you know who Vladimir Tarasenko is? Why was I muted? I didn't I don't remember muting myself. Thank, thank um yeah, I know who muted. Vladimir Tarasenko is and uh and he's and he's a washed up uh, guy who didn't do anything for the Rangers, so what team out there is a bubble team that wants to overpay for a washed-up star? It's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Ooh, wow! <laughs> Tampa, really? Ooh, they're desperate to to pretend that they're still contenders. Also, um, I, a good point. Yeah, I I actually have, um, I think Edmonton's going to lose out on getting Gensel, and they're going to overpay for Tarasenko, and I think Tarasenko's going to Edmonton. Yeah. Very, uh, it's a very Edmonton move. It's yeah. it's such an Edmonton move. Uh, next on the list is Anthony Duclair, the Duke, out in San Jose. Steve, where's he going? Tom, you've been wanting this one for a while. <laughs> he's coming to New Jersey. Uh, of course he's of course he's going to New Jersey. Everybody's coming to New Jersey. Wow, Jersey is everybody shaking. New Jersey oh, is that's hey, it. They win the cup this year. That's the it. The fucking Done. lineup they got right now isn't doing much. Why not bring in as many players as we can? Change it up. Wow. Oh, I can I can I can see the write up tomorrow already. If you throw enough shit against the wall, something's gonna stick. 
I'm going to be right about one of these fucking guys. But th- this is a lot of young <laughs> assets you're giving up for a lot of these fucking I'm going to be right about one of these fucking guys. <laughs> All right, Nick. Anthony Duclair. I, I don't know. He's going to fucking go somewhere. Good call, Nick. <laughs> right. That's kind of why we're right. doing this right. segment. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. He's definitely going to go somewhere, probably. Yes. Uh, Canucks. I don't know. I don't really care about Duclair. So let's say Canucks. I haven't, we haven't, I haven't said them yet. This month you're going to say right. that? I don't this care. Month. It's Black History Month, Nick. Holy shit. This month you choose to say that. That's just. Uh, I First don't off, it's the tail care. end, right? We're, we're almost there. Right? No, it's not it's... the tail end. It's a leap year. There's two more days, wow. bud. Oh, my God. It's still oh. the tail of the month. Want, wanting it over as soon as possible. Wow. Okay. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Is, you got a uh, you, you got you got a you got a clan meeting you're late to tonight for something? Yes. Holy shit! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, where's I'm the du- where's the this, dupe going? I'm stuck with these other three whiteies. This goddamn podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what? That is called the Skunkies. Whiteies. That's the same thing. Okay. Yes. Next, I mean, next. All right. Next. You guys are acting like I said. The wheels are coming off. Bill, where's the Duke going? It's going to the Detroit Red Wings. Wow. You know, he, he fit really well there, too. Fuck, I didn't think of Detroit. God damn, that was good. Uh, I have Duclair uh, very cheaply coming back to the New York Rangers. Oh. Uh, I think yeah, he's going to be he's gonna be that right wing that fits with Kreider and Zibanejad. Um, I think that's – anyway. Uh, how about a yeah. defenseman up in Ottawa? Got some, ter- I believe he's got some term left to him. Uh, and that's Jacob Chikrin. I mean, this is a guy who's been on the block, it seems, for the past five years Every in Arizona, season. now yeah. in Ottawa. Yeah. And now that Ottawa got him and signed him, let's trade him. Good idea. Okay. So, Steve, where's he going? He's staying in Ottawa. <laughs> he's staying in Ottawa? Are you since sure he couldn't he's be traded, since he's been on the block for five years and he only got traded one time. These rumors are all false. He's staying in Ottawa. Okay. All right. Nick, what, uh, what, do you, what do you feel about that? Oh, I'm I'm getting the I'm getting bad vibes from Lou that he's going to do something stupid and and try and trade for this guy. That's that's my my worry. Chitrin was stuck in Arizona forever because Arizona couldn't whatever reason they wanted like a million picks for him didn't get it. But I don't think I was gonna do make that mistake. Mistake. They're gonna they're gonna find somebody to take him on, and they'll get they'll get some good, something good for him. I, I get the feeling Lou's gonna got burn burn him first in his pocket, man. He's gonna fucking it's... probably trade him and uh, first and 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 uh, Pajo for him. Guarantee it. It's gonna happen. Pajo going back to Ottawa, baby. I love it. My feeling. He will not be at the Sphere for the draft. Bill, where is Jacob uh-huh. Chickering going? Uh, Nick stole my thunder. I got him going to the Islanders. Ah! Yeah. So let's go, for that, let's go for that golden shower. What do you got, Tom? Oh, hey, hey, listen, I, I have him staying in Ottawa. He's not, there's no need for fucking oh. Ottawa to trade this fucking guy. Okay. There's no, there's no pressure to trade him. Just fucking hang on to him. I think he's staying. So that's a, that's a split right down the middle, right down All the right. middle. That, like that's it. an ass crack. Like that's an ass crack. All right. Uh, uh, from the last one from the Columbus Blue Jackets, we got 
Jake Roslovic. Never heard of him. Do, he's staying. Do we know who he is? Do we know who he is? Never heard of him. He's staying in Columbus. No idea. Oh, he's no idea. the That's... UFA on a fucking terrible Columbus team. He is not staying. Staying in Columbus. He's going to resign there. He's going to he's going to die. He's going to die a Columbus Blue Jacket. Uh, yeah. well, we Hopefully can, we he'll can just hope. die. We can hope. He can hope. Nick? Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know who this guy is. So yeah. I, I, I'm going to say he's You guys not watch go. hockey? Do you not follow hockey? I mean, we're a hockey podcast. Uh, there's so many players, man. Come on. So much time. You know, no, I, listen, I can, I can, yes, yes, of course I do. Um, I, I can yes, understand Nick, Sean Walker. Of course I know who this player is. <laughs> How silly you should think I don't know who this player is. You're Fuck so you. smart, Tom. Fuck you and your fucking attitude. You only All know right. who this player is because you put the fucking list together, you fucking prick. You, you tell, yeah, really. So where's he going, Tom? Yeah, please, wizard, pull back the screen and tell us where he's fucking going. Bill, if you will indulge me. Yeah, please, Bill. Uh, Jake Rock Ro- Roslovic yeah, is going easy to for you to say going to the Boston Bruins. That's where he's going. Yeah, perfect fit on the okay, wing. Good. Write it on your stupid list. I got it right there on my list. I know you. Bill, where you got him going? Oh, uh, Florida Panthers. I, I just I hadn't said Florida Panthers yet, so I just decided that you should go with Bill. In Bill's extensive research, he has determined <laughs> that he will go to the Florida Panthers. That's why I have Boston. That's why I haven't gone to Boston. I got you hadn't said Boston yet. I didn't have Boston yet. <laughs> All right, 40, I told you five minutes the, down the drains. I told you there would be a couple of surprises. Oh God! Oh God! I got three of them. Oh God! These are honorable mentions. These are honorable mentions. Brock Nelson. Oh, where's Brock Nelson going, if anywhere? Nowhere. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I don't, no. I don't think the Islanders have the balls to trade him. No, even for, should. even for Chikrin. They're gonna I wait. I think till... they have the balls to trade him. Has he played in his thousandth game yet? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. They'll wait till nine ninety nine and then trade him. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think just because right. Lou doesn't want to have to pay for the silver stick that he gets as a fucking congratulations. Cheap bastard. Yeah, he's a cheap. Oh, uh, he's got a few years. He's only he's only seven fifty eight. So he's, he's right. got some. Uh, he got some time. But is he is he UFA? Or does he have term left? No, he's got term left. He's got term left. Uh, how much term has he got? Five years, four years. Ooh, I think uh, be... three, four years, three, four years. That that seems like a move that happens in the offseason, not necessarily a deadline. No, I'm sorry, it's one year. I got I got confused with Pajot. He's only got one more year left on his deal, um, but he's oh, very man, good. So I mean, six mil a year, one more year. That's it. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot left now. I was confusing him with uh Pajot. Hmm. He seems like a guy that go would go to the fucking Bruins and just excel. He would go anywhere yeah. and excel. He's he's a very yeah. good player. He's a very good player. I agree. But I, I but I I don't again, I think that that's a deal that happens in the offseason, not at the trade deadline. I don't think Brock Nelson's going anywhere. It would be a uh, blockbuster for us if that happened because that would have to bring in a lot back. He's our second center. So I mean, it's kind of tough to just send him away without maybe big, get Jacob Chikrin in return. Maybe, 
Maybe. There's your package. Maybe it's not Pajot. It's Brock Nelson. Um, I'd rather. How about. Yeah, I know you would. Uh, How about Tyler Toffoli? Tyler Toffoli is staying with the New Jersey Devils as they are in talks to extend his contract. It would get a lot for him, though. They would get a lot. They should. They should fucking trade him. They should trade him. They should trade Smith. They should trade Miller. They should trade Siegenthaler and uh, well, just clear house. But and they should trade them all for a Hannafin, Markstrom, Tanev. Yeah. Who else we got? <laughs> uh, Anthony Declare. Genius. Who else, who else is coming to New Jersey? Works like Christ. a charm. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, Tristan Jari. Are the Penguins going to trade? Tristan Jari leads the NHL in shutouts. Uh, they would get a lot for him. Goalies will fucking I th- get a ton. I think, I don't think there's anybody that's not tradable uh, on the Penguins. I, I think if the right deal comes along, but I think ultimately if they were going to move a goalie, they'd be looking more toward uh, trying to get something for uh Nettle Jakovic. Now he's his contract's up, and and I think I think they should move him because what the hell are you doing with a good backup goalie this season? You don't need it to to miss the playoffs. So uh, I think they could get a little something in return for him, but they're not going to move both of them. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to move Jari either. I I I tend to agree with you. These are just names that popped up um, over the past week on the on the Twix, and I just wanted to get what your reactions would be. So that's where everybody's going to go. You mark it down. The New Jersey Devils are going to be a different team on oh yeah Feb- on what March 9th? You watch out. March 9th, the what four weeks left of the season? Devils are kicking ass and taking that's names. Right. Twenty game heater after that uh, after the deadline. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Oh, Fucking boy. delusional devil fans. All right. Let's uh, take a ride on the Metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick It does the trick And we are going to start with the, I think we're going to start with the Islanders Islanders Yeah, we are starting with the Islanders bounce back game against the Dallas No, they they, they beat the Stars It's a good step in the right direction I'm saying we're first up tonight That means we've had the worst week well, um, hold on. Be, be, before you start, I saw this right. on the Twix today, and I wanted to get both of your reactions. So, Steve, Nick, mm-hmm. someone put on the Twix, Matt Barzell greater than Jack Hughes. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't, don't I mean, think so, but 
I don't think he's that far off. That was my thinking. I agree. I would say Barzi's been playing finally at a higher level this season, probably because he's playing with, with Horvath, but he's been making a lot better decisions. Um, Hughes is, what, 22? Two. Two? And he's already had a higher ceiling in at least one season than, than Barzi's ever had. Um, I I mean, the it, it's like, <laughs> I don't see it. I see... I've seen a lot of Barzi, and he's, he can make, he can get a little better. I feel like, and he can stay at this level and be a, an elite player, like he should have been for every last few seasons. But um, I mean, Hughes is he's got all the potential, and he's he's already proved he's an elite elite player. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like Hughes is that guy. What Devils, what Devils mean? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, so Isles uh, one and two this week. Uh, we had a game against the St. Louis, which was a normal game until 32 seconds in the game of the second period. Can uh, you describe a game. normal? Can you describe a normal game first? Uh, a normal game is <laughs> the Isles have a lead and then blow it in the third period and then lose in overtime. That's generally what happens. Right. Um, 14 times this year, about or so, 14 overtime losses. You know, I'd say it's kind of like that. Um, Anyway, uh, so this is like a zero-zero game, um, and then it becomes a three-nothing game in the span of thirty-two seconds. St. Louis scored three goals in thirty-two seconds—a record for them. In their, in you know, the most weird, weird things of fastest three goals in their team history. Um, and you know, one of those weird things where you know, Wah calls a timeout after the second goal. Perfect play. Like you called a timeout. Two real quick goals in a game that was not anywhere like this. It was just there was nothing representative of them being down two goals. It was a very even game. Uh, calls timeout, sends it back out there, and their goal happens within ten seconds. And you're like, okay, fire this game into the sun. Just it's fucking over. And you know, it basically was. It was it ended up being four nothing. Um, but my God, you can't. I I haven't seen a game turn around so fast and you turn a game off. As fast as that. That was pretty much a. I cannot believe all that just happened in that that span. Um, followed up with a uh, loss to Tampa, four uh, to two loss, empty netter. So it was really a closer game, but not really. Uh, Isles had um, an early tying goal uh, pulled off uh, the scoreboard due to offsides. You know, those those calls it goes against you. It was offsides, but it was just kind of like, oh man, like you know. Quick goal from Tampa early to start the game. Isles tie it up, and then it gets pulled off. Um, ended up being down 3-0 uh, going to the third. Um, Isles scored a power play goal with about six minutes to go with an empty netter, with an empty net. Um, I think it ended up being a, a regular. I don't know if it, I think it was right as the power play expired, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, Wild loves to pull a goalie, man. He, he had a goalie out during that, that you know, six-on-four uh, Horvath, get, Horvath gets a deflection goal, and then you know he's pulling the goalie again. I'll score again. Um, regular, well, it was five and five, became six on five, uh, with about just under three minutes to play. Nice shot by Nelson, screen play, and then um, the Tampa eventually, you know, they they finally you know got an empty netter on us. Um, but that did the 
Isles definitely dominated the third period. I think Tampa only had like three shot, five shots, I think, and to like 19 or so from the Isles. Isles definitely turned it on just too little too late. You can't be, um, I mean, you're, you pepper on the goalie because uh, it also is kind of inflated a little bit when, you know, you have a six on five for like six, seven minutes in the game. That's, it's just a long time. Um, and then uh, bounce back game against Dallas, a good team, another good team. Uh, early goal from Pulak, early lead. Uh, Duchesne ends up scoring to tie the game up and has, has his 800th point in the NHL, which is kind of interesting to watch. Um, by the way, what do you guys think? Duchesne, like, you think he'll hit a thousand points? Think he's like a, think he was like a pretty, you think he'll be like a considered an all star when we look back at his career over the last, you know, like maybe five, six years later, 10 years later? It's more like an accumulate, one of those accumulators, right? That's what he feels like. Yeah, feel like these guys just kind of like slowly gotten there. Took it, yeah. maybe he'll get to a thousand points playing on Dallas, you know. Um, anyway. Uh, then a couple of really weird goals uh, back and forth. Engvall had a ridiculously good effort where he shot a puck coming to the zone up high. Goalie had to, you know, throw a stick, his, his, his uh, glove up, knock it down. Engvall gets the rebound, gets another shot on net, and gets his own rebound again and throws a pass out to McLean. Awesome effort. And McLean's, you know, roof scores an empty netter basically. It was just, but it was a all, it was almost like a one on three kind of scenario shouldn't have scored and then the exact opposite thing happens or the same thing happens to the islanders uh defensive breakdown of one on three and guy just comes in and does the same thing as a shot and that gets his puck somehow gets a puck out to a guy that's coming back um like to a guy it's like i can't remember the guy's name but he's five eight and he scores like a quick goal and it's kind of funny to look at the guy because he's like so small but uh yeah so whatever it is so you know uh get the overtime uh, expecting a loss, and uh, Barzell had a monster play. Just mm, um, that was uh, just a nice one. Really, just very patient. Sometimes he gets a little too patient, but he just timed it all right and um, had the right feints and was able to draw the second defender over to him, throw it over to Horvat for a, basically a, a fucking whole side of the net was completely open. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, but Barzi was really good all game. He had a, a couple of really good scoring chances. Wedgwood. Twice stopped him on the doorstep. Once on a breakaway. Once on another one that was right there on a quick uh, give and go, if I remember correctly. And uh, you know, so I, it wasn't all bad, obviously this week. But you can't. You you have to start going effectively at this point to make the playoffs. You gotta be two and one every week. You can't be one and two. And uh, one and two isn't gonna do it. Um, they're just gonna have to really start playing really, really, really well to uh, to get there. I think they're too far back. And I don't know. I don't think Lou's going to believe in that. I think Lou's job's on the line. I think he's going to, like I said, make a dumb trade and trade for Chitrin or something. Um, but uh, if he makes a trade, he's got to send somebody. He can't keep accumulating. It's just not going to work out um, for all the numbers and everything. So uh, my my worry is that he'll do something dumb and extend somebody another six, seven years and make our team even more inflexible with all the trades. So uh, that's Isles this week. Uh, I got a couple, two games coming up. Um, I think we got three games. Well, it's like two games and then a game on Tuesday. So I feel like that's really a, uh, a two game kind of week. Detroit, uh, at home away on Thursday. And then going into March, we got Saturday, I should say, uh, the Bruins at home. And the next Tuesday, we got the, the Blues at home as well. So, 
Um, some winnable games there. I think uh, the Bruins game will be tough, but it's at home at least. And it'll be really interesting to see how they do against Detroit um, on Thursday because Detroit beat the shit out of uh, – who are they playing tonight? They eight Washington. Three. Washington. Yeah, they smoked they them. They beat so. the snot. And when, and when did – I said this to Steve earlier. When did Detroit turn into the 80s Edmonton Oilers? Holy crap. Yeah. Seems like they're smoking everybody lately. They're on a fucking they, tear. They were early in the season, right? And they tanked and then have a call yeah. back around the right time. I mean, this is, this is the time to do it. So, yeah. And this is not a good time to play the Detroit Red Wings for sure. Steve Devils uh, started the week off with a five to one loss to the Rangers. And is there anything fucking worse in this world? And losing five to one to the New York fucking Rangers. Wait till the next segment. Uh, followed that up by a, a decent victory against Montreal, kind of like a typical Devils win this year. Uh, give up the first goal, tie it. Give up the second goal, tie it. Take a cool two goal lead uh, in the third, and then let the team get back in with a couple minutes to go. But they did wind up winning that game, which was nice. It was uh, Dawes's seventh straight start. Uh, they brought up uh, Poulter, rookie goaltender, who was who had just signed his entry-level deal a week before. Uh, he was the backup. Did they play him in one of the two back-to-back games they had on the weekend? No. Did they start him against a, a, a substandard Montreal Canadiens team so that Dawes could be fresh to play the Lightning? No. Why would they do that? So they followed that up on Sunday. Uh, playing the Lightning, a team that they're chasing in the in the in the wild card standings, and shit the bed. Just did not show up at all. Forty second game this year that they gave up the first goal. It's forty two of fifty eight. Uh, just terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, ending, you know, they score a power play goal during the game. But they're still on a four four for fifty two uh, stretch in the last sixteen games. You just you're not going to win many games if your power play is like eight uh, percent. So just terrible. It's it's just the same song and dance every every week. It's injuries, it's bad goaltending, and it's bad coaching. They're fourteen fifteen and two on the season at home, seven points out of a wild card, five points out of third place in the Metro. They need to make changes or they need to just punt on the season. So it's either wholesale changes from the coaches and, and, and player acquisitions, which I think it's too late. I think at this point, you're not going to dig out of the hole you're in. It's just too late. Um, So I really honestly think that this trade deadline for them is, is honestly just going to be a a stand pat. They're not going to make any of the deals I said they're going to make. Um, they're not going to fire Lindy. They're not going to make any changes. Fitzgerald's just sitting on his fucking hands. I don't know what's going on with this team. This week's schedule is uh, they're playing tonight, so they're going to lose to San Jose tonight. Uh, game Friday against Anaheim. They're going to lose that one. Sunday against LA. Uh, they're going to lose that one. And then uh, next Tuesday uh, at home, back home against the Florida Panthers, and they're going to lose that one. That's the spirit. Hey, I gotta, Let's trade I gotta for up. everybody, then we're gonna lose everything. I, I think uh just one one additional thing though, Steve, like all the pieces of the devils that you said are struggling. Well, one of the things that I heard 
is that the media is asking too many tough questions. Yeah, right. Fucking. Uh, and, and that's really affecting the team. I, I didn't want to bring that up just because I hate piling on this fucktard Lindy Ruff. But have you ever heard a dumber, dumber answer to a question? Lindy, what's wrong with the power play? Well, you guys are asking these same questions to the players and it's getting on their minds and they're thinking too much. They're not playing well because you're asking them these questions. Come on, dude. Come on. Show them the fucking door, Fitz. So two two questions. So 42 out of 58 games, is that we have any idea what the record is in the season? They're 16 games away for setting the record for giving up the first goal of the game. So they've got to get to 66. Uh, it's, it's possible. It's certainly we possible. If we could definitely get there. Uh, they are and so bad enough that they could get there. Yes. So they're they're saying this this Western trip is going to be the litmus test of how the devil's season is going to progress. It's too you buy, late. You buy that? It's you buy too that? late. It's too late. No, it's not. No, it's he not. He should too have late. made it's a not move. Too late. He should have made a move when Hamilton went down and he didn't. He should have made a move in mid January for goaltending. He didn't. It's too late. You're you're you have three games in hand on the last wild card spot and you're seven points back. You can, They'd have you can to definitely win. make they, that up. They would yeah, have they, to they win have them to win. all, and they haven't had a streak of wins in a row all season. That's and 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 again, it's it's like I'm talking to I'm talking to the wall with Billy. Is they have six games in hand on the light six six no, fucking they, games in hand. They That's have twelve six, points no, no, in the standing. No, they don't have six games or, in or, hand against the Lightning. They have three games in hands. It's six points. Uh, no, no. How Tampa could they have played, six? How could they have played six less games? Tampa Tampa has played sixty one games, including the one tonight, and the Penguins, who have yet to start, have played fifty five games. That's six fucking games. That's twelve That's, points in the standings. Are you talking about the Penguins or the Devils? Penguins. The Devils what? are three games. Why are you talking about? Why are you because talking to me about the fucking around? What do I because care about? The you fucking are Penguins? so fucking thick-headed, like Billy's fucking thick-headed. That's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, you have games in hand on on teams in front of you. Okay, have, so you lost okay. to them. So they all have over the three weekend. games. Hold so on, hold on, dickhead. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah, they'll they be have, one point behind the Lightning. They'll what still be behind, good? and they don't Who win. Games. You have tons of games in order they to make it up. Consecutive games in row. They have the ninth toughest schedule of the rest of the year. They don't win back to backs. They don't win in the second half of a back to back ever. They can't dig out of the hole that they're in. You know what's going to help them if they trade for Noah Hannafin and Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> well, and Anthony Declare. Get all those guys, and, you know what? and that in... will be is the catalyst that's going to turn this season around. Throw in Chris Tanev. I didn't say that, but throw in Chris Tanev. <laughs> but you guys are fucking so thick-headed. You're you're still in the race. But at what point? Sure, they're still in the race. In the race but they yes, haven't done anything. They haven't done anything all season to make you think they will win those three games in a row. To only be one point back of the playoffs, it happened. I'm telling you, yes, you're right. It it could happen. You're you're absolutely it could right. happen. And the Rangers could win the President's Trophy and still win the Stanley Cup. Well, of course they could. I know. That's what I'm saying. They could. Hundred percent. And they have done that in the past. Uh, anyway, so we will move on to the New York Rangers to your first place, New York Rangers. Um, as Steve did mention, it was a five to one win over the Devils. 
on uh, Thursday night. Uh, Igor Shosturkin was stellar. And listen, there's, there's for as much shit as I gave Igor, and I gave him a lot of shit in the calendar months of December and January, uh, I got to give him a lot of love in February. Uh, in February, he was 6-0 and with a 9.51 save percentage and a 1.84 goals against and one shutout. That is spectacular goaltending by Igor Shosturkin. In fact, he was third star of the week, went 3-0 with a one uh, with a 1.00 goals against and a 9.75 save percentage. I guess that only gets you the third star of the week. But Igor has been has been something um, in in February, uh, and he was absolutely stellar against the Devils. And, you know, the Devils had a lot of power play time and they struggled. And mm. the Rangers uh, certainly uh, certainly came back, uh, you know, after that five minute major against Rempe. They were able to uh, to get a goal on the power plays, the Benajad scoring that. And then uh, Lafreniere had a couple of, of goals. Kreider had his, I, I guess, his, his gimme goal against the Devils, which oh, wasn't a gimme at all. Yeah, um, but. He but he's scores. certainly a devil killer. But yep. the new New Jersey devil killer, Jack Hughes, did score against Igor in the final two minutes to to break the shutout. And it was a 5-1 win over the Devils in New Jersey on Thursday night. Um, and it was just a, a unlike Steve's feeling. It was a really good, feel-good win for the Rangers, for sure. Uh, they follow that up on Saturday afternoon against the Philadelphia Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. And it, Fuck and the listen, Flyers. the the Flyers are are a tough team to play against. They Tortorella, for what how whatever reason has gotten those guys. They he has bought. They have bought in to the speed. They have bought into the defense, um, but they haven't really bought into the goaltending. Um, and it hurts when you lose your number one goaltender um, and have to bring in a young guy and kind of have him learn on the fly. It was a a one one game. The majority of the game, the, range, uh, the Rangers did get the the, uh, the winner late in the third period for a 2-1 Rangers victory on Saturday afternoon in Philadelphia. And then they go and play a fucking hapless Columbus Blue Jackets team, which the Rangers are now, which the Rangers were 9-0 on the second of back-to-backs, complete opposite from where the Devils stand. Um, and they just utterly shit the bed against the Columbus Blue Jackets. They were gunned for their 11th straight w- victory, which would have been a franchise record. Um, and listen, I have said this early on in the season. They just don't match up well against Columbus. And these things happen. You know, we, we've seen it on over the over a number of years with maybe Vegas having trouble with Arizona or Colorado having trouble with this team who sucks. Um, and they've they've on, all gone on the win the cup. But losing to Columbus is not the fucking end of the world like everybody's making it out to be on, on Twix. I mean, the, Twitter is such a toxic environment for people. It is. Are you are you new to Twix? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. Twix? But it's but a, a team can go on a, on a 10 game winning streak to tie a franchise record and then lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And, and the world is is basically over. You want to yeah. destroy yeah. everything. Start start from scratch. And trades Zibanejad because he sucks this year. And listen, some guys have down years, and Zibanejad is certainly having a down year. But we got Mika March coming up, and Zibanejad has always been a, a, a player in March. Uh, so I think we're all kind of hoping for for something for something to happen to Mika when when March turns the calendar. But he has uh, he hasn't scored an even strength goal since I think December twenty third. 
Um, it's been a very long stretch of uh, non-five-on-five five play for Mika Zibanejad. And that's your number two line right now, and they, and they got to get going. They, they put Kako on there in practice today, so who knows, maybe that'll spark them on, on tomorrow night's game when they play the Columbus Blue Jackets on the back end of a home-and-home home with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Then they play at Toronto on Saturday evening before coming home next Monday against the Florida Panthers. Uh, after that game with the Panthers on Monday night, they have four straight days off until Saturday. So they won't play again after Monday until after the trade deadline. So it's going to be interesting what happens, how quickly it happens after, after Monday's game that they start making moves that they're going to, and, and look, I'm, I'm sure every team is trying uh, nobody just seems to want to give up their first round pick for for any any one of these players. And you know, is there and you know, people on our top ten list? How many would you give up a first round pick for Gensel? No, I would give up a first round pick for Gensel. If, even though it's if only going to be if the I'm going to resign him, if I'm going to resign him, yeah, yeah I, I I would. But even as a rental, I think I would. If I'm a team that's that he would push me over the edge to be a top Stanley cup contender. Yeah. I would trade a first round pick for Gensel, but everybody else, I don't think I'm, I'm not trading a first round pick for Hannafin for Tanev for Henrique Duclair. No way. But this is, this is the price tag that yeah, all these well, teams have what, on these players. Something is only worth as but much as somebody is right. willing to pay for it. So, but something's got to give one do these teams go, all right, I'm not going to get a first round pick. We're getting to the nitty gritty time. And it's, it's probably going to be that Friday. It's probably yeah. going to be without a 2. 55 PM to where the fucking calls get flooded in and we're getting trade calls at yeah. eight o'clock at night on Friday. So uh, we'll, we'll see what the Rangers look like uh, after next week. Bill penguins. All right, so the uh, Penguins uh, were in the midst of a horrific homestand the last time we talked, and uh, since then they've closed out the homestand with a couple of wins. So they beat Montreal, uh, bad start to the game. Chris Letang coughed up a, a bad pass, a ill-advised pass, and really set up Mike Matheson beautifully for a, for a goal against his former team. So they were down one nothing, but Letang scored two goals in the game, and uh, and they took care of Montreal 4-1. Then they then they had the game against the Flyers after uh, after Wimpy softened them up the day before. Fuck those. Uh, fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers, the Flyers. Uh, came to Pittsburgh and uh, wild fucking game. Seven to six was the final score. Um, Penguins were down one nothing again in that one, but they had uh, three separate two goal leads. Um, kind of disappointing to hear the TNT uh, coverage of the game. In between periods, then you know the, the Penguins had taken a four to two lead in the second period, uh, coughed it up before the period was over. They were tied four to four going into the third, and to hear those those so called experts so fucking surprised because they said, "Oh, we we were putting this in the win column for the Penguins." I, have you fucking watched the Penguins game since 2017? They can't hold the fucking lead. What are you What are you fucking thinking? Yeah, of course that you know the game. The game's still uh, a, a game. It's so just shocking to hear stu- such stupidity. Um, but anyway, the the Penguins uh, did win the game. Um, Crosby really put the team on his back. Uh, we thought he had five points in the game uh, at the at the conclusion of that game, uh, but they took away uh, the final assist because it was actually a flyer that passed the uh, the puck to Latang uh, for the for the game winner. Um, 
So, uh, so thank you to that guy, I guess. Uh, but Crosby did have four points, and, and that kind of brings me to a pet peeve I have about uh, Sidney Crosby right now. Now, it's not a pet peeve about Crosby himself. You guys know that I that I love him. I cherish him. I savor every moment that I get to watch him play, et cetera, and so forth. But every time Sidney Crosby has a multi-point game at this point in his career, I have to brace myself for on the Twix or wherever else uh, on the NHL shows Sidney Crosby is 36 years old and he's on pace to score 47 goals and 90 points. Like I've, I've got to get a fucking update of what he's on pace to score. And a reminder of how old he is every time he has a multi-point game, just shut the fuck up and, and enjoy, you know, watching the guy play driving me fucking nuts. But uh, anyway, that's uh that was the penguins week. Um, and, uh, and, you know, uh, I'm just going to explain the thick headedness of me uh for uh in my defense for uh for for knowing that the penguins have games in hand and knowing that it doesn't matter okay here's the math okay if you're a first place team you're going for first place or like the top of the conference blah 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 those games in hand mean something because you got a winning team and and it's a reasonable guess that you might win those games or take the the majority of the points in those games when you're a team that is a losing team on the bottom uh, you, you're not going to anticipate going on a run with the three game, uh, three games in hand, or five games in hand, or whatever you got. And the other part of it, the other part of it for the Penguins specifically, is that they're the oldest team in the league, and all these games in hand, they got to play them at some point. At the end of the season, nobody's going to have any games left. That means they've got the most games in the shortest amount of time. They're playing like every other night. They're old. Brian Rust got hurt. He, now he's week to week. Gensel's already out. They're fucking toast, man. This team is not gonna gonna fly up the standings and knock anybody out of a playoff spot. Games in hand or not, it's just not gonna happen. But uh, you that's, tell him, that's Steve Dave Pittsburgh. Thank you. <laughs> but Sidney Crosby's on pace for forty-seven goals. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's one hundred and ninety-four years old. <laughs> I stand corrected. And now. Penguins got in the bag this year. They're going to it's the playoffs. It's time. Mark my words right now. For one of the last few editions ever of <laughs> Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Right. Now this is the morning, Bill. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, since we're closing out February, this is uh, our question today is, who was Willie the O'Ree. No. No. Anson Carter. Yes. Uh, no, not Anson. Kevin Weeks. Not not Kevin Weeks. Um, Nick hates all of them. Wow. Wow. Okay. Who was the first African American <laughs> hockey player named to a Team USA Olympic roster? Anson Carter. No, we already said that that wasn't him. Patrick Kane. Um, Patrick Kane, not, not African, not, not African. Interestingly, um, wow, what a shock! Yeah, Nick I, said that. He's, one. He's oh my not, God, he's not, uh, he's not yeah, literally yeah. Evander's brother. He's <laughs> yeah, uh, could be. So I guess we've kind of run out of black players today. <laughs> no, is that what happened? <laughs> Oh, they're stumped. Can you repeat the, the question? 
Kenny Duclair <laughs> is Canadian. Who is the first African American no, hockey player? Yeah, he is. Named to a Team USA Olympic roster. The PK is is Canadian. Grant Fuhr. He's, he's Canadian too. Yeah. Canadian, yeah. Trick question. George... There hasn't been one yet. Ooh, that would that would have been a fucked up question to put in the trivia. Question. Um <laughs> no, it's not it's not a trick question as it turns out. Uh George Larock. Not not hey. George Harunka. <laughs> he's he's not he's not African American. <sighs> Uh, um, Anson Carter was not. He's Canadian. No, he was Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah, yeah he and we said him three times anyway. Already. By uh, the way, uh, you're never gonna get this. You're never gonna get this right. So. What year? What Just, does it? Ha- does it have the year? It doesn't. I'll have to look that up. All right, Penelope Cruz. <laughs> no, definitely not even American. So, uh, so I'm, I'm guessing it. It wasn't recent. Hockey player. I, I can't I can't imagine that it was because I don't know this. All right, name. Well, what are the multiple choice then? <laughs> well, now that's going to get. Actually, maybe maybe I should know his name. I have no idea. Okay, all right. So uh, A Wait. is uh, Seth Jones. I'm going to say Seth Jones. That is incorrect. Okay. B is Jordan Greenway. I'm going to say B Jordan Greenway. You are correct. Oh, you should know it. Uh, this is current. No you don't is. know Jordan Greenway? <laughs> I just oh Googled him. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's... he was like on like the 1972 team or something. No, like, no, no. Ah. Sean Walker. Current player. Jordan Greenway. Fuck them all. Wow, Jordan. He Pretty was much. the first. And I, that's, wow. re- I mean, that's within the that's last. recent. Yeah. Oh. Wow. All right, well, I guess hockey isn't for everyone. Good, good job, diversity in the NHL. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. All right, trade deadline. I was going to call up. the place. I was going to call the piece. Michael Jackson <laughs> is on top of the world. But now I think I'm going to call it. Michael Jackson can be on top of the world anywhere except for the Beverly Hills Hotel. Go ahead, Nick. Because, well, no, finish the line. <laughs> no, no, come on, finish the line. Finish the line. No one's listening anyway. Go finish the no, line. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Bill, are you sure? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Uh, all right. Money talks, Nick. Money. It's a gas. Grab that cash with both hands and make a stash. You talk to the fudge and daydream. Think I'll buy me a hot All right. So conclude the... Uh two-part series last starting from last week where we talked about Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh you know why I brought it up and split these these teams up uh, our teams into two groups was uh I thought really they'd have two groups of uh one group being the sellers and the other group being the buyers um I kind of changed my my thought process uh on this with the Devils uh this week I don't see them as buyers this this season um, despite everything Steve has said today, and he's really more connected to the team, obviously, and you know, it was much better than I. But when I look at the the numbers, the the way that this team is constructed, uh, I don't see how they can really pull players in right now and try to make a run 
they already have a very expensive core of uh, of players in, in Timo Meyer, um, Jack Hughes, Brad Pack. They got Heischer for three more years, Palat for three more years, Hamilton for nine nine million for four years if he's, if he's healthy. Um, they have a lot of money, and I I mean a lot of money tied up in just four players. Uh, if you look at what they have signed past 25-26, there's $41 million in just the forwards group. And that's mostly five guys. The other guy is Eric Hula making $3 million. I mean, Timo, Hughes, Brat, Heischer, Palat, none of them make under $6 million a year, and they're all making quite a bit. I mean, they're all three more years at least. With the uh, Brat, Hughes, and Meyer, you know they're they're here till six and seven years. You know, it's just it's a lot of money you're putting up front there. So where I'm going with this is this is kind of your your core group of players. I mean, what else do they need to add here from the big player perspective? Um, and it, it's not looking like you can add a lot of money there when you have guys like. Um, you know, you still have Holtz. You still got Hughes to resign as you know notable RFA's coming up. Um, you got Mercer and and you know, I mean, get your goaltenders. I mean, obviously we talked about it. And you know, Schmidt and and Dawes, I don't know what they're going to do with those guys, but really they're not going to be the starters. That's just not going to happen. They're going to go get somebody. Um, but it's it's starting to look like, you know, if you're going to go get somebody though, you have to move a Holtz. You have to move a Hart Mercer. Um, eventually you're going to have to pay Luke Hughes. Nemich might be a guy that they're going to pay money for, you know, maybe a bridge deal into a, if he doesn't show those big jumps into a bigger deal eventually maybe. But you've already tied up so much money, I don't see where they're going to go with some of these guys. they got to start making moves, kind of like what Steve was saying, blow up some of the things, move some guys. Um, I don't see how Timo is going to really play into this whole thing. He's it may, I'm hoping for Steve's sanity that this is just a down year for the entire team and they're misusing Timo, but man, it's not looking good right now for his contract. He's got a, he's, he's the, they brought him in to be that, that 40 goal scorer and it's not looking good. Um, and he's here for quite some time, but bright side, they probably will fire the coach and, you know, get somebody in and hopefully, you know, write the ship. But uh, I just don't see it. I feel like this is a good moment to sell some things and try to grab a def- – obviously, if you can find a goaltender that will stay here and, and kind of be with this core group for the next three to four years, I think that's a great move. Um, I'm not super sure that's a great idea to go go crazy on a, a Markstrom um, just because, you know, they got to resign him. He's, I think he's a UFA – He's got Next. another year, another year another after year. this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can make it work, but he's still, if I remember correctly, he was, he making like six, six. or something. Six million. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. And they just, they're going to hit that, that eventually get to that point where, you know, they really need to start investing in defense. And I know Hannafin's a good, you know, a big guy and everything, but, but there's a lot of money already tied up long-term and they really need to start finding those guys in between that can, um, you know, make three to four million, but you know, for only a few more years, and, and start to be the supporting cast, because they really, really do have it. To me, their core players. I don't see why they they need to do much more than that, and maybe start to trade out some of those guys. That, so you know, so that's what a Smith and a Colin Miller were supposed to be. They were supposed to be the holdovers yeah. 
to get it to when Nemich and, and Hughes could take on a bigger role. And with Dougie yeah. going down, you know, everything got all fucked up. It does. It, it, it definitely screws things up. And that's why this, you know, between, you know, uh, coaching not being great. Clearly, I mean, I'm sure you would oh, yeah. disagree I mean, there. You you, know, you hit the nail like, on the head. Just Meyer Meyer playing out of position the entire season, whole year. It's 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 rough, you know. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like this is the time you you sit pat, maybe make some small moves, and really just let the team you know get to next season. Um, they have picks. Uh, but you know, I mean, I think you really want to keep them. I don't I don't think this is the time to strike. You got a, a core, but the season's so far gone, and I yeah. don't think they have enough. I no, think I'm they, I'm right there with you. I, I'm 100 yeah. percent agreeing with you. I think it. Yeah. Don't 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 sell off tomorrow for what might happen today. Yeah. Build build a solid foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, no I think you trade build those up. assets now for players that are going to help you. Yeah. So I, like I think you got to. I think you got to find some pieces that, but you know, they got to really figure out some of those, those things they got to do. Um, so, but I really, they got to find a, a they got to shore up those defense in my opinion and get a, an actual goalie that they can really, or even if it's a, a combination of one, a one B, but they got to make really solidify that, that spot without killing their, their long-term, you know, contracts. They already have quite a few. Um, so I think from the devil's perspective, I've moved them into more of that, that, um, that seller or hold kind of position stand, stand patter seller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see them really making the move. The Rangers in their hand, you know, listen, they've been on the buy. We knew they were going to be buyers. Um, I, I looked at it as, you know, the most people, the people that made the most sense to me, probably Tarasenko or Vetrano, probably bring back. I didn't think of Duclair. That's a good call out. Tom. That's also another guy that could have a cheap and who knows the system and would be, a good portion of the slide in there. Buchnevich should be also another guy who's been playing real, really good, but he's going to be for too much money. I don't think they can make that happen or would want to for what they'd have to pay for it. Um, so I think, you know, definitely could see uh, a good, a good chance of those, those, those former Rangers coming in and, and being the, the extra spot, but they really don't need a lot. Those that this team is, is actually, I feel like of our four teams is probably the most balanced team in terms of their, their core set of, of guys and their way their their contracts are structured. You know, Panarin's obviously making the biggest you know chunk of eleven million, but he's only got two more years. And then that comes off the, the books. He's he could resign for obviously less. He's not going to resign for more or the same. Um, you have Zabinajad, Fox, and Trochak as you know your six and five year guys. That's you know your big pieces there. Um, and I like I like Fox. I like Trochak. I like Zabinajad. You know, even if they're not having great years, they're always very good players. I, I don't think any of those guys are, are really going to age poorly the way they play. You know, maybe Zabanjad does, but I think he's fine. Um, obviously, you know, Kreider, Truba, Goodrow, these are all the pieces of the puzzle that are, like, kind of fill it in. Um, and then you have, you know, Quick coming up with his, you know, he's a notable, notable UFA this year. Um, I think the interesting thing with the Rangers, you have Shashurkin coming up next year as a, his last year, and then he'll be a UFA. Um, and then you got a, a slew of of uh, RFAs coming up. You know, you got Kako and Lindgren, Schneider's RFAs this year. Next year, you got Lafreniere, Edstrom, Coyle, DeAndre Miller, Zach Jones. And then you also got 
some unknown mystery with Cheadle, if he'll ever come back, um, what that'll look like. So, but the good news is, in all of that, is that there's they're not stuck. They're very flexible. They can move guys. They have fluidity. Nobody's really killing them. All their long-term guys are – Fox is obviously a great defenseman. You're, you want him long-term. You know, like I said, Trichak, and, and he's not even signed for too long or too much, I should say, 5.6 or 5. Zibanejad's 8.5 or 6. He's probably the biggest, you know, contract in terms of length and size that could be scary. But all this said, it's just they have a very good mix. They had that that time where they kind of sucked for a bit, dragged, grabbed all these guys. They all came in and, you know, uh, obviously talked uh, – Tom talked about Kako and Lafreniere and Cheadle and Fox and every all these guys forever, all these young guys. And it started to hit, starting to work. And, yeah, they'll have to figure out these deals. But as long as Drury doesn't sign, these, you know, every single guy to like seven year contracts, um, they should be fine. So with that said, I think they don't really need a lot. I think they're they're one of the best teams in the in the East, obviously. Um, I think they could probably do with a uh, one of Tarasenko and uh, Vetrano declare. They need something said. to solidify that right wing that on the line with right. Kreider and Zavanajed. That is yep. that's a giant hole. I get it. I get it. I think that's a good, you know, a good spot to fill in, and then maybe a like a, a one more defenseman, just like a a, 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 a one more guy that's like a, a playoff experience who they can just have. Yeah, as, tough as guy who's not making a lot of money, million dollars, exactly. something like that. Yep. But yep. the 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 two guys that I I have earmarked, and I've said this in in our text, and and that's Yanni Gord and Frank Vitrano. I think if they can get those two guys. That puts it's the Rangers great. in another stratosphere that I become I, – I just – I'm, I'm, You Unbearable. cannot tolerate me on this podcast anymore. Yeah. It, yeah. That would well, be the tipping point. Too late. Well, it's going to happen <laughs> either way. We're – all three of us on this side of the fence are all knocking me playoffs, and, and Tom's going to be um, telling us how, how great his team is for a few weeks. So that's happening. Uh, <laughs> but – uh, but to be honest, it's been interesting to look through the, 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 the teams and how they've been structured. And, you know, in short, you know, the, the, the Rangers are really set up really well. I think it'll be interesting to see what they do the next two seasons with all their RFAs coming in and how they're going to handle it. And it may a lot of it play out based on how the performance does. If they have a deep run, they could try to resign everybody that they, you know, and, and really just kind of blow the bank um, to keep everybody. Or maybe they start moving pieces around and, if Drury is smart, he'll he'll try to move the guys that he feels give him value in terms of you know draft picks and prospects to refill the prospect pool, but doesn't you know kill um, kill your your uh, ability to make moves at the deadline with you know lots of long deals, uh, guys that are movable. Uh, and the Devils, you know, they have all that already in place. They have the core. They just need coaching and they need to fix the defense and get a fucking goalie. And mm-hmm. if those things. Those are not the pieces that are going to need really need to cost a ton. They probably will pay too much for um, a guy like Markstrom. If they were to pull off a Markstrom and Hannafin, you know, deal that solves a lot of problems, but they'd have other issues in terms of how are you going to resign those guys and keep them all, um, you know, in the under cap and and have flexibility over time. Um, but hey, we've seen what the other teams like Vegas have done and just seemingly always pull out some crazy move and, and, you know, won a cup after getting all these crazy guys to move around. And, you know, the first team to have 
10 million dollar players in the team to win a cup and all that kind of stuff so it's not out of the realm of, of a possibility i think uh it, you know devils and rangers are the best two in terms of how close they are to the cup they have the most um i think uh prospects and the best ability to get there in the next five years but i think the rangers have a very short much shorter window uh if they they go all in and then obviously the devils have a a little bit longer of window with all the, the younger players that, that could potentially keep, keep them going. So we'll see how it goes. But um, I think, uh, I think it's been interesting uh, to see how these two teams are going to have been doing and we'll see how they wrap it up in the, the trade deadline. Another solid money talk section with Nick. Love it. Uh, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Sponsored by rich wholesome. That's not right. Coca-Cola I mean, it is sugar. fucking wholesome. That's the one. It is it's rich and wholesome. Coca-Cola zero sugar. When I'm here, we're saving calories. Round here, we all look so lean. Round here, we enjoy Coke Zero. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2012. Please go to September 4th of 2012. September 4. September 4th. 2012 was a Tuesday. <laughs> Breakfast was a hundred calorie pack and some water. Hundred calorie pack of what? Uh, Oreo uh, uh, chips ahoy. Hundred calorie pack of chips ahoy. Oh, I, th- I just thought it was a bag of calories. Okay. <laughs> lunch. Really lunch was a grilled chicken sandwich with mozzarella cheese and roasted red peppers on ciabatta bread with a Coca-Cola classic 20 ounce on the side. Dinner was leftover ribs with French's fried onions on top and a can of Coca-Cola classic. Tom, why did you pick Tuesday, September 4th in the year 2012? I, I liked I liked the deep voice. I liked the oh, romanticizing okay. about the the menu. I I, I did like it. Okay. Uh, well, that was the day, obviously, um, that a Vero Beach man punched a Domino's pizza delivery man. Oh man! He forgot to bring the forty eight year old, three hundred and forty six pound Robert Wheeler the garlic oh. knots that he ordered along with his pizza. So Wheeler responded exactly the way you would think a 346 pound person react to not getting the food that he ordered by punching the Domino's delivery guy right in the face. So the, the, uh, the Wheeler guy, he didn't even wait for the delivery guy to walk up to the house. He met him at his car. Yeah, I know. It's Domino's. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If the delivery dude 
apparently, no, it's no, Billy, it's not normal. Supposed to wish to go to the door. Uh, and you gotta love the uh, image of the 346 pound behemoth waddling down the driveway and immediately punching the dude through a rolled down window as soon as he told uh, the guy that the garlic knots were back at the restaurant. Indian River County Sheriff officers uh, arrested Wheeler for misdemeanor battery. Wheeler admits punching um, the guy. Uh, but for completely different reasons, unrelated to the garlic knots. What do you think the driver said to him that led <laughs> him to be punched? What are you doing out here, fatty? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, garlic knots. That's what you really need. <laughs> here, I got your four-liter bottle of Pepsi to go with it. Uh, and how exactly does a Domino's O-Wheeler uh, money? Wait, what do you mean? Pizza chain owes him money. How did they? Owe well, they money? forgot his fucking. Oh. If if he charged yeah, you for garlic knots, so. he didn't bring garlic knots. You owe him money. They did. Uh, what does it even say? Oh, look at that. We distracted it Tom. It doesn't even from say. Reading. It, you really did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was I was too busy trying to think of what the pizza guy said to him when he came down. Um, he said, "Well, did you come or what?" <laughs> uh, yes, it it says he did come. After the Domino's pizza guy brought back Wheeler's garlic knots, he came right in the driveway. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with this shit? It's so disgusting. I'm guessing, that, you know, six knots probably in a package there, right? Let's say six knots. Sure. The guy's got him. The guy's going to meet the delivery guy at the driveway. Yeah. At that point, he doesn't know that he forgot his garlic knot stuff. Let's say Norm, the pizza delivery guy, had the garlic knots with him. Okay. Norm. How many garlic <laughs> knots do you think this guy would eat before he got back inside? Just on the way from the uh, how long from the way on the way from the car to the way back <laughs> all, all into the house, how many of those garlic oh. six garlic knots would be gone? You think he just empties the box? Uh, yeah. Empties uh, the bag, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, right, right in the mouth. Right in the mouth. Wow. And it, it cracks open the fucking the two liter and sucks the bottle so it in indents a little bit. Two liter of cola. Releases. It's for a cop. <laughs> for a cop. Don't spit in it. That's, I mean, being somebody who back in the day uh, definitely took advantage of the Domino delivery service, um, I don't think if our order was messed up, I would ever feel the need to punch the delivery person. Bill, you want to weigh in here? Well, I'm just enjoying the fact that we're picking on somebody who happens to be fatter than me somehow. So, All right. well, I mean, it's only four pounds. Let's relax. <laughs> I was always a Pizza Hut guy. I preferred Pizza Hut to Domino's. Well, they didn't, but they didn't so, deliver. I would say yes, did. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut back. Pizza when Hut we, delivered. We were like kids. It was. Yeah. I would say yeah. It fell off a cliff though. I mean, it's bad comparatively what it what it was. Nothing. Well, at March Madness time, they gave you the mini basketball. Yeah. At March Madness time, that That's was true. like the best. 
always love the pizza hut. and and by by the way nick you romanticizing about the rangers during that whole money talk section i th- i think we have room for you to come over to the <laughs> <Never>. evil empire <laughs> that's sure? gonna do it for tonight's episode uh <laughs> go to twitch absolutely at not. friends are... underscore rivals give us a follow we are not even uh... an hour and 30 in and we have to read a review uh, of the friends and rivals oh, podcast what timing uh this is from uh obviously our shortest fan uh who goes by the screen name halloween junkie i have been looking for a podcast to fill my 45 minute drive home and this tight 45 podcast oh boy uh is just (laughs) perfect too bad only one guy is smart enough to be a fan of a good team, obviously me. Uh, enjoy listening every week. I even came. Oh wow! Good job. That age age old, age old question. Well, well, yeah, but uh, now I got to know. Was it in the car? Uh, obviously, it has to be in the car. Yeah, right? no, it's got to be while he's does, listening. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Does he come when? Which one of us talks? Or is it just at the end of the show? It probably is comes... waiting until until we. Ask the question, did he cover what? Then yeah, I, I feel like, it's, like it's definitely in the yes! car. And they definitely, just me. Definitely in the car. Um, I'm just glad. Uh, how much semen do you think is in that car? Oh, that's a lot. That's because a lot it's, of, it's every, our shortest every fan, week. So I would think the, oh. the release is proportional. So I would say not even enough to fill a thimble. So you think he's not even pumping out a thimble? No, oh. yeah, no. I mean, it's it's got to be proportional. I'm telling you, hey, he's definitely getting older too. So yeah, I can see that. Just so just forty five minutes worth dribbling out the end of it. No, 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 no burst at that point. It's just cool. cool. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> almost almost forty three. Holy it's shit! What, uh, I mean, they've that? they've almost given up the first goal four times. <laughs> Wow, it's good to see their power play was clicking on all cylinders against San Jose. Yeah. You know, they, it's the second coming of Patrick Waugh in net for San Jose, gentleman by the name of Mackenzie Blackwood. So he played are... well against the Rangers earlier. And even that uh, Scott Wedgwood, another former Scott double Wedgwood, goaltender, yeah, just, playing well yeah. in Dallas. Put him in front he of a he... decent team, and, and look what you got. Dude, he played well <laughs> against the Isles. He was... He was he had some uh, nice, nice saves. All right. Well, that is gonna do it for this type 90. Don't <laughs> forget to go in the oh, Twitch look, he'll be able friends. to get back to work and home from work. One episode. Boom. Right. Don't forget what to go got? on the on the Twix at friends underscore rivals. Uh give us a follow. Uh go to uh wherever you get your podcast and turn notifications for the friends and rivals podcast so you never miss an episode belly say something with uh we started late we went long so uh i just think at this point i'm just gonna sing y'all a real quick dream theater song and then we're gonna wrap it oh god we don't have 45 minutes dude well now that's a tight 45 just one song intro yes. what are you talking about song oh jesus <laughs> 